Welcome to Tableland Explorers on Faith FM, coming to you from the northern tablelands of New South Wales. I'm Luke, and on Tableland Explorers, we unpack the truths of the Bible and adapt them to our lives. Today we have an awesome show lined up for you, whether you are at home spending time with your family, whether you are driving or whatever you are doing, I hope you are having a wonderful day. Um, I hope it's better than mine. This morning I had to drive out to pick up Zed because Zed is here in the studio with us today and I hit a kangaroo and smashed up the front end of my car. So not looking forward to paying that bill. But other than that, everybody is okay. So that is the main thing. So we do have Zed and Noah in the studio today with us. So Zed, what have you been up to since last time you have been here in the studio? Um, well, I'm not really sure, but last week <laughs> um, we went on a holiday to Port Macquarie and that was really fun and we did lots of um, surfing and skating and spearfishing and stuff. And oh, Yeah, that I, sounds like fun. Yeah, and uh, I hurt my elbow skating. Which wasn't fun, but so is that skating okay. on roller skates or is that a skateboard? Oh, skateboard, skateboard, yeah, skateboard. Yeah. And uh, and we went spearfishing. I got smashed on some rocks, so that also wasn't fun, but oh, it no. actually was kind of fun. But you know, did you catch any fish? Nope. But that no did. fish. Yeah, you caught a Dad fish. And uncle caught fish. Yeah, was cool. Yep. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. Um, would have been fun to be down there with family and friends yeah, and really just fun. spending some time on the beach. Yep. Because you know, you usually live a long way from the beach. We. The yeah, beach is a yeah. long way from us, isn't it? Yeah, it's a fair way. Yeah, it's always good to go back down there. Yep. And Noah, how about you, mate? How have you been? Yeah, I've been good. Been um, not up to too much. I went down to music camp yeah. Um, oof, a couple of weeks ago. That was pretty good. It was yep. just a camp. It's like a Christian camp where you just learn how to sing. And then we do, I think we did a concert and we did a couple of songs that we put on YouTube. And um, yeah, it was just really good. We learnt like different Bible study techniques and stuff as well. It just really drew me close to God. It was really good. So, were you playing an instrument or were you singing? I was just singing. That's awesome. Now, is this the first time you've been to that camp? No, it's the second time I've participated, but I've yep. also been quite a few times. Um, just there, just to be there, because we used to live on the same property where it started. Oh, cool. That's awesome. Hey, so you guys have done a few episodes with us now and for those if you're just joining us uh tableland explorers is a radio show that we're producing in the tablelands area of new south wales where we are using young people from the local adventist churches in this area where they come into the studio and they're part of our show and um, help give the bible study and share with our listeners the truths from the bible and how we can adapt them to our lives so, Noah, you've done a few episodes now. How are you enjoying it? What's been your experience here on the show? Yeah, it's been really good. We've been recording different things, and, you know, as we're doing these, it's so good because you can actually go through the Bible study, and you're doing a Bible study, so you learn things as you're doing mm, it, which is yeah, really good. Yeah, and Zed, how's, um, how's your experience been? Yeah, it's just really fun. I, it's just fun recording it and all, doing it all, yep. and teaching it to all the people that are listening. Yep, I've really been enjoying having you guys on the show and all the other young people that we've been having. We've been able to study the Bible together and record it and send it out to our listeners here. And I hope you guys have been blessed as much as we have. It's not just sitting in a room and recording a study. We're actually doing a Bible study here too, and we are learning uh, as well as you are. And it has been such a blessing to be able to see these young people in this area 
to be able to be passionate about radio and about sharing the Word of God. So I hope that our listeners are blessed just as much as we are blessed. Today I had to go and pick Zed up so I could bring him here to the studio so we could do this recording. And on the way here, Zed, you shared a story with me how God answered a prayer. And would you like to share that story with our listeners? Yeah. Um. So when we were at Port Macquarie um, last week, then uh, I was going for a walk on the beach and we went up this headland and I lost my phone. No, you actually, lost your phone, we're walking, did you? We're walking back when I noticed I lost my phone. We're walking back okay. along through the water and then I noticed my phone wasn't in my pocket. So then we're running up and down the beach looking for my phone and went up the headland and everything and we couldn't find it anywhere and we we're praying heaps and like trying to call it and stuff. But every time we'd call it, it just goes straight to like voicemail. So we just thought, oh man, it must have just fallen in mm. the water and died. So yeah. yeah, then we just gave up and then so I went the rest of the day without it. And then um, so that night, then I remembered there's that find my phone app mm-hmm. and I have that on my computer. And then, so then I went on the app and I found that it said that my phone was on the beach still. It said mm-hmm. my phone was still on the beach. And then, so I went and showed mum and dad and then they're like, oh, quick, let's go up there and try to find it. And then, so we went down there and then when we were, while we were driving down there, then the thing kept glitching. Oh so no. It said it was at the beach and then, um... And then it glitched again, and then it said it was at the headland, and then I was like, wait, what? And then it glitched, and then it said it was at someone's house, and I was like, wait, what? And then it glitched again, and oh, it said no. it was another person's house, and then it glitched, and then it said it was in the middle of the Tasman Sea, and I was like, oh, well, that's my phone gone. Yeah. <laughs> and then, um, but we went down there anyway, and we were walking around, and then it kept doing that, but then it always go back to the beach, so then we were like, oh, it's probably just at the beach. So then we were walking around for a while, looking for it, and yeah, then we were about to give up because we couldn't find it anywhere. And I told Dad to call it one more time, and he called mm. it. And then I looked over at the stairs where you walk down to the beach, and then it just glue up. And then I walked over, and it was my phone. And it was so oh good. wow! I know it was like under a pile of rocks. So someone found it, and all the case yep. had like wet sandal in it. And someone put it in a pile of, under a pile of rocks, so like you can't really see it, but it, yep. it, it's still there. So yeah, and that was such an answer to prayer. I yeah. bet. I mean, they must have known that you'd have some sort of um, thing on there to be able to find it. So they thought if they hide it there, then it'll be out of yeah, yeah. way for someone to. And um, what what did you leave there? You said you left something there on the car here. Yeah. So um, then we left a note under the rocks where they put mm-hmm. it, and just like left my number and saying thank you and stuff. And then they texted me just a few days ago and they said, "Oh, cool." How they found it, and apparently they found it in like knee deep or waist deep water when they oh, were swimming. Yeah. And they just found it, and they were like so amazed that it still works. So they went and set it up on the rocks and put it in a place that I could probably find it again. Yeah, wow. and yeah, that was well, just such a blessing. No, it isn't. It's still working fine now. Yeah, it still works the exact same. It charges and everything works. Sound works, and yeah, it's really oh, good. Oh wow, that's awesome! Yeah. I love it how like God uses the small things. Like sometimes you wouldn't think God would care about our mobile phones, yeah, or our lost keys, or whatever else that we. We lose, but when we when we ask God, yeah, He does come through and He answers those prayers. And I want to encourage you guys that are listening, and even us in the studio, to to pray over the small things. Mm. You know, when we've lost our keys, when we've lost our phone, when we've misplaced different things, just pause and ask God to be able to help you find it. Yeah, and hey, well, it still takes patience mm, as well. Though. It does like 
I didn't find it straight away. He waited the rest of the day for me to find it. And I still yep. found it, but I thought I was never going to see it again. But you know, God had a better plan. Yeah. Now, what time did you go back down to the beast to find it? Oh, it was like 11 o'clock at night. <laughs> 11 o'clock at night? Yeah. So being at night, it would have helped. So when your um, phone lit up, yeah. you know, it would have been easier to see at night than it yeah. would have been during the day too. Yeah, exactly. That's why it was just such an amazing blessing. And I love it how God comes through like that. Last week, we studied about the war zone, this battle between God and Satan and how it is over us, how both are wanting our allegiance. You know, we learned that it was Lucifer, an an angel in heaven that rebelled against God that brought all this evil, all this hurt and pain and suffering in this world. And this week's lesson is like a companion to it. Because with that answer, knowing that where evil and all that bad stuff comes from, there's still a question of, does God care? And today we're going to be studying that. That's going to be our main theme for today, understanding what the Bible says about how God cares for us. If you would like to follow along with our Bible study today, you can text SOP6 with no spaces. Text that to 04888880831 for the PDF of today's study guide. So text SOP6, no spaces, to 04888880831. Today, we are on study guide number six, titled, Does God Care? Also, we have an awesome free offer for you today, so stick around and get the code word. You're listening to Tableland Explorers on Faith FM. Here is Spectrum with He Knows My Name.
Welcome back to Table and Explorers. Today we are going through the Secrets of Prophecy Bible Study Guides. These study guides are taking us through some of the most amazing prophecies of the Bible. Some of them have already been fulfilled, some of them are being fulfilled right now, and some of them will be fulfilled in the near future. They will also uncover some of the most important teachings of the Bible. If you're a keen student of the Bible or just interested in what the Bible says, then these studies are for you. If you are just joining us and would like to catch up on this study or previous studies, you can go to faithfm.com.au and go to the podcast section and look for Tableland Explorers, or you can just go to your app store and download the Faith FM Australia app. We are about to start our study, so if you would like to follow along with us, then text SOP6 with no spaces to 04888808831. Our study is titled, Does God Care? Just before we start our Bible study and open the Word of God, let's have a word of prayer. Dear Jesus, thank you that we had this opportunity to come here and to do this Bible study. And Lord, I just pray that you give us a blessing through this study and that you bless those that are listening to us, Lord. We want to thank you for everything that you have done as we search your word to find out how much you care about us. This is such an important topic. You know, a lot of people out there don't believe that there is a God and that there is a God that cares. And hopefully today, through the study that we have, that people will be able to know that you do care so much for each and every one of us. So we ask that you pour a blessing out upon us here in the studio and for those that are listening. We ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. A young Australian couple were on a safari in Africa when they heard and felt a tremendous bang. The city was Nairobi. The date was August 7, 1998. Bomb attacks on the US Embassy left 212 dead and over 4,000 injured. As the couple ventured out of their motel, they decided to make their way down to the scene of the action. When they arrived, they could not believe their eyes. There was complete devastation. People were running around in hysteria with blood flowing down their panicked faces. Shoes were scattered all over the road and the footpath. Police on horses were trying to keep people out of the blown up buildings. And there was literally thousands of people anxious, searching for friends and family. Yeah, there was this atmosphere of pain, suffering and death hung over the city. As they turned the corner, the couple saw a blown up car. The car was situated in the middle of the road and it was quite obvious the people inside the car had been killed. The occupants had left home that morning but would not return that night. Yeah, that's so sad, you know, and situated next to the blown up car, there was actually a windshield and it had been blown out of the car and was lying on the ground. The windshield was smashed, but there was a sticker that ran across the top of it that was still intact. Mm. The sticker on the windshield stated, God is love. The young couple looked down at the windshield and looked up at the awful scene. The thought came to their minds, how can a God of love allow such pain? And through that story, you might ask, does God care? If so, why doesn't he do something and do it now? This study guide, along with the study guide, The War Zone, that we did last week, covers the subject of good versus evil. In The War Zone, we outline the origins of evil. And in this study guide, we ask one of the biggest questions in life. Why does God allow sin, pain, 
and suffering. Mm. Our focus on pain will take us on a journey into the heart of God. What we notice may surprise you. God himself suffers. Understanding God's pain will help us to understand our own pain. On the flip side, our pain also helps us understand God's pain. So let's look at our first question. Who is God? 1 John 4, 8 says, He who does not love does not know God, for God is love. The Bible story begins by introducing God. Genesis 1, 1 says, In the beginning, God. It doesn't explain him. It doesn't prove him. It doesn't even defend him. It simply presents God as the one who creates out of nothing and sustains all life. Yeah, so true. And you know, God is a spiritual being, yet he is real. He is eternal and all-powerful. He knows everything and is everywhere. With over 100 different names for God in the Bible, it's no wonder the scriptures say in Second Chronicles 6.18, Behold, heaven and the heaven of heavens cannot contain you. Mm, you know, God is love. He is not just loving. Being loving can change, but God doesn't change. Love is who he is. It is his essence. It is his nature. Exodus 34, 6 says, God is merciful and gracious, long-suffering and abounding in goodness and truth. Our second question says, what is the nature of God's love? 1 Corinthians 13, 4-5 says, Love suffers long and is kind. Love does not envy. Love does not parade itself, is not puffed up, does not behave rudely, does not seek its own, is not provoked, thinks no evil. Have you guys ever heard someone say, you know, you have to love like Jesus? Yeah, of course. You know, I think this verse shows us how to do that. If you want to love like Jesus, then replace the word love in this passage with your own name. And if you can do all those things, that is how you love like Jesus. Yeah, so true. Today the word love is broad in its meaning. Love can mean anything from an affair of lust to the nature of God sitting on his throne. So what did the Bible writers mean when they boldly declared, God is love? You know, God's love is unconditional. We seldom love or infrequently love the unlovely and usually love those who love us. But God spontaneously loves everyone. See, Romans 5.8 says, While we are still sinners, Christ died for us. Yeah, and God's love never changes. We sometimes fall out of love, but God doesn't. To the rebellious Jews, God said in Jeremiah 31 verse 3, I have loved you with an everlasting love. Even if we reject him, God's love for us is unchanged. Yeah, and God's love searches out those in need. Some feel we need to search after God as if he's playing hide and seek with us. But the Bible says in Luke 19.10, God's love has come to seek and to save that which was lost. Mm, I love that verse. Yeah. And did you know God's love puts others first? Our love can be tainted with selfishness. We often give so we can get, but God's love seeks not its own. It's selfless. Jesus stepped down from his throne and became a man. He was not born in a palace, but in a barn with animals. He lived a humble life and died for us. Jesus put you first and himself last. Yeah, and God's love is all-giving. This doesn't mean that he gives us everything we want. Love does not always equal wealth, ease, and safety. God is a loving Father who knows what is best for us. He provides our needs but sometimes leads us down bumpy paths. 
Times of great challenge can teach us vital lessons in life and prepare us for eternity. Yeah, you're so right, Zed. We all want to be prepared for eternity. And question number three says, what is the condition of our world today? And Matthew 24, 12 gives us this answer, the condition of our world today. And the Bible says, and because lawlessness will abound, the love of many will grow cold. You know, life is a paradox, a mixture of bliss and sorrows, delight and disappointment, hope and despair, melted hearts and broken hearts. Life can be going along really well and then bang, disaster strikes. Yeah, it's just like you just receive a phone call informing that you have cancer. You hear a knock on the door from the police telling you that your son has died in a car accident. You discover your husband is having an affair with another woman. Yeah, that'd be horrible to receive that kind of news. And you know, the whole world is in distress. We have war, floods, earthquakes, cancer, rape, murder, suicide. According to the United States Bureau of Justice, over 15,000 people are murdered every year, including over 500 children. Wow, those statistics are crazy. And you know, here's some more. Did you know over 600 people are raped or sexually assaulted every day? And many simply just shrug their shoulders and say, life is unfair. Evil is real. Pain is real. We are hurting. With that said, where does all of this pain and suffering come from? Find out after the break. If you would like to follow along with our Bible study today, you can text SOP6, no spaces, to 04888-80831 for the PDF of today's study guide. So text SOP6, no spaces, text that to 04888-80831. Today we are on study guide 6 titled, Does God Care? Also, we have an awesome free offer for you today. So stick around to get the code word. You're listening to Tableland Explorers on Faith FM. And here is JJ Heller with your hands. I have unanswered prayers. I have trouble I wish wasn't there And I've asked a thousand ways That you would take my pain away You would take my pain away I am trying to understand this weary land Make straight the paths that crooked lie Oh Lord before these feet of mine Oh Lord before these feet of mine When my world is shaking Heaven stands When my heart is breaking, I never leave your hands. When you walked upon the earth, you healed the broken, lost, and hurt. I know you hate to see me cry. One day set all things right Yeah, one day you will set all things right When my world is shaking hey. 
Welcome back to Table and Explorers. Today, we are going through the Secrets of Prophecy Bible Study Guides. These study guides are taking us through some of the most amazing prophecies of the Bible. Some of them have already been fulfilled. Some of them are being fulfilled right now, and some will be fulfilled in the near future. They will also cover some of the most important teachings of the Bible. If you're a keen student of the Bible, or you're just interested in what the Bible says, then these studies are for you. If you are just joining us and would like to catch up on this study or previous studies, you can go to faithfm.com.au and go to the podcast section and look for Tableland Explorers. Or you can go to your app store and download the Faith FM Australia app today. Let's get back to our study. We are on study number six and at question number four. Question four. Is God responsible for pain and evil? The answer is found in Matthew thirteen twenty-seven to 28. So the servants of the owner came and said to him, Sir, did you not sow good seed in your field? How then does it have tares? He said to them, An enemy has done this. The servant said to him, Do you want us to go and gather them up? Jesus told a parable that depicted a farmer sowing wheat in the field. As the wheat grew, so did the weeds. Jesus told his listeners that the wheat, which is the good seed, represented the good, while the tares represented the bad. That's found in Matthew 13.38. When asked who was responsible for evil, Jesus clearly blamed the enemy, which is the devil. Yeah, but you know, that leaves us with a dilemma. If God is love, then why do we have evil people? Is the all-knowing creator God responsible for creating the devil and hence creating evil? You know, that's a good question. The study guide, The War Zone, that we did last week, deals with the origins of evil in more detail. However, in summarizing, God is love. Love equals freedom, which means the ability to choose. God didn't create puppets because God wanted to love and be loved. But there is a risk with love because real love means there is a possibility of rejection. And in the case of Lucifer, the possibility of evil and rebellion. God did not create evil or a devil. He created a perfect being called Lucifer who was created with a free will. Lucifer chose to reject God's love and in so doing became the devil. Yeah, so who is responsible for evil? Not God, the devil is. The pain in our world today is not a result of God being absent, but a result of the devil being present. Mm, You're so right. You know, we all have the freedom of choice. As a result, we also play a part in evil. The pain of evil often comes from either our choices or the decisions of others. In fact, sin comes as a package. The initial experience is exciting. The total experience is painful. Mm. Yeah, well, question 5 says, What is God's solution to evil? John 3.16 says, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, 
that whosoever believes in him should not perish but have everlasting life. You know, solving evil is not a quick fix. God's master plan involves a process that takes time. God has provided time and space for the result of sin to be seen in their entirety. Yeah, you're so right, Noah. You know, the heart of God's plan to eradicate evil is the cross of Calvary. On the cross, Jesus paid the penalty for sin and defeated the power of sin. The cross provides a framework to help us tackle the question, does God care? Calvary shows a God who gave until there was nothing left to give. The things we find hard to understand about God, our pain and suffering, are accepted on the basis of what we do to understand about God and his pain of suffering. You know, our next question follows along from what we've just been talking about. And question six says, to what extent does God understand pain and suffering? Well, if you open your Bibles and you look at Isaiah 53, verse 3, the Bible says, He is despised and rejected by men, a man of sorrows and acquainted with grief. And we hid, as it were, our faces from him. No one has ever suffered more than Jesus. He was misunderstood, rejected, abandoned, accused, beaten, and killed. As Jesus was crucified, he cried out, My God, my God, why have you forsaken me? These were not rehearsed lines from a Hollywood actor. This was Jesus feeling his heart torn apart from the horror of separation from his father. Mm, Jesus is like a crumpled piece of paper thrown as far away as possible, like an old junk car that children throw stones at. Jesus not only died through physical torture, he died in his soul. Christ became a curse for us, like it says in Galatians 3.13. Curse is everyone who hangs on a tree. Yeah, and you know, a martyr suffers physically, but has the hope of eternal life. Jesus felt as if this was it, eternal death. Jesus experienced the equivalent of what the Bible calls the second death. He would soon be resurrected, but he didn't feel that way. He became a God-forsaking God who felt the full pain of evil. And you know what? No matter what pain or tragedy you may be feeling, Jesus understands. He understands all our pain, physical, mental, and emotional pain, spiritual pain. We can only imagine his pain. What about God the Father? Some have suggested that God was a coward for sending his son. But which is easier, going through your own pain or seeing the one you love most suffer? God so loved the world that he gave his only son. There is no greater gift or expression of love than that. God the Father understands suffering more than we can ever comprehend. If you would like to follow along with our Bible study today, you can text SOP6, no spaces, to 0488 for the PDF of today's study guide. So text SOP6, no spaces, text that to 0488 Today we are on study guide 6, titled Does God Care? Also, we have an awesome free offer for you today, so stick around to get the code word. You're listening to Tableland Explorers on Faith FM. Here is the Scott family with the faithful love of Jesus.
Welcome back to Tableland Explorers. We have been going through the secrets of prophecy Bible study guides, and today we are exploring the Bible to see if God truly does care about humanity. We discovered in our study so far that God is love, and His love is unconditional, and it never changes. His love searches for us. He puts us first. The Bible is clear. God loves you and me so much that he died to save us. If you are just joining us and would like to catch up on this study or previous studies, you can go to faithfm.com.au and go to the podcast section and look for the Tableland Explorers, or you can go to your app store and download the Faith FM Australia app. Let's get back to our study. We are on study number six and question seven. Question seven. What does the cross tell us about God? John 15.13 says, Greater love has no one than this, than to lay down one's life for his friends. Not even the angels knew how good God was until the cross. Jesus not only died for his friends, he died for those who were trying to kill him. And the devil was orchestrating the murder. Any lingering doubts from the war in heaven were forever settled at the cross. Yeah, and the cross shows us the hurt sin caused in the heart of God. Jesus gave himself, and he would rather not live than live without you. The cross tells you that you are infinite value to God. He paid for you, not with a billion dollars, but with his own blood. Mm, Wow, isn't that amazing? Did you know, even when it seems your world is falling in all around you, the cross tells you that God loves you. He is on your side and supports you. He understands you and is your friend. He hurts when you hurt. You can trust him. God does care. Question 8 says, why doesn't God stop evil now? We find that answer in Matthew 13 and verses 28 to 30. The Bible says, this is Jesus speaking, He said to them, an enemy has done this. The servant said to him, do you want us then to go and gather them up? But he said, no, lest while you gather up the tares, you also uproot the wheat with them. Let both grow together until the harvest. And at the time of the harvest, I will say to the reapers, First, gather together the tares and bind them in bundles to burn them, but gather the wheat into my barn. In this parable, Jesus says, Evil must stay around long enough to be seen for what it is. If evil, the tares in the parable, were eradicated before it had matured, there was a chance good people would be lost. What does Jesus mean though? This is a difficult issue. No one has all the answers and there is much that we do not understand. For instance, the bombing in Nairobi, the story we had at the beginning of the study. But eventually, the horror of sin will be seen more fully in the future. When the world reaches an even worse state than it is now, what is not clear now will be seen very clear then. Yeah, and God needs to ensure that all of those who are saved has no attraction and affection for sin. Mm. Even with pain all around us, we still do not see evil in its entirety. But the devil is so full of hate, it will soon be shown in all its fury. Yeah, and God is powerful enough to stop sin now, but in his eternal wisdom, he has chosen not to. Yet, the world in which we live in has all sorts of problems. It is full of sin and pain. But God is allowing sin to take its course. Solving the problem of sin is a process, and the last thing God wants is war in heaven too. In fact, it cannot happen. It will not happen. Question 9 says, How does God feel about you? Jeremiah 29.11 says, For I know the thoughts that I think towards you, saith the Lord, thoughts of peace and not of evil, to give you a future and a hope. 
You know, God is personally interested in you, and He has wonderful plans for your life. Mm, yes, He does. And you know, there are times when it seems God doesn't care. Even worse, we think He may be against us, but we can be certain that God is working things out in our life to give us a brighter future. Yeah, and from our perspective, we may not be able to see this, but we can trust God and His promises. The key thing to remember is that God is preparing us for heaven and eternity with Jesus. Question 10 says, What should we do if we are anxious or suffering? 1 Peter 5.7 says, Casting all your care upon Him, for He cares for you. It is one thing to believe in God, but do we trust Him? Many of us are natural warriors. We absorb the pressures of life and try to plan solutions for our own problems. Our anticipated concerns often don't eventuate nearly as bad as we thought. We get stressed, and this impacts on our health and spirituality. Yeah, you know, God wants us to take all our worries, burdens, pain, and stress to Him. He cares for us, and He will comfort us. In fact, Jesus promised us that the Holy Spirit, the Comforter, to provide spiritual encouragement and power. Mm, I love that promise. Isn't it so good? Did you know you can ask God to give you peace in the storm? If God can create the universe and loves you so much that he died for you, you can trust him to guide your life and give you comfort when you are hurting. Hey, we have an awesome free offer for you today. So save this number in your phone, 4 That's 4 And wait for the code word that is coming up very soon. You're listening to Tableland Explorers on Faith FM. Here is Bart Millard and Vince Gill with Jesus Cares for Me. Jesus cares for me. It seems too good to be.
Welcome back, Tableland Explorers. We have been going through the Secret of Prophecy Bible Study Guides, and today we are exploring the Bible to see if God truly does care about humanity. We discovered in our study so far that God is love and that His love is unconditional and it never changes. His love searches for us. He puts us first. The Bible is clear God loves you and me so much that He died to save us. And He has an amazing plan for your life and mine if we just let Him lead. If you are just joining us and would like to catch up on this study or previous studies, you can go to faithfm.com.au and go to the podcast section and look for Tableland Explorers. Or you can just go from your app store and download the FaithFM Australia app. Let's get back to our study. We're on study number 6 at question 11. Question 11 says, How does God use pain for our good? And Romans 8.28 says, We know that all things work together for good to those who love God, who are the called according to his purpose. The Bible says we know that all things work together for good. There is no doubt about it. We can trust God to turn even the difficult passages in our life into something that benefits us. You will notice the text doesn't say, all things are good. Life is not easy. There are many bad things that happen, even to God's people, but all things work out for good. You know, although God does not cause pain, He does use it. God permits trials to teach us. The tough times in life drive us to Jesus for help. They show us what is important in life and what is not important. C.S. Lewis said, God whispers to us in our pleasure, but shouts in our pain. It is his megaphone to rouse a deaf world. An ancient Bible story is told of a man named Job. He was doing really well in life until the devil approached God and told him that Job was faithful because he was protected. God allowed the devil to harass and torment Job. The result, Job lost everything but remained faithful. Job said, although he slay me, yet I will trust him. This story demonstrates Satan produces trials. God allows them to refine our characters and demonstrate the pain of evil. Mm, You're so right. And you know, next time you think of asking God, why don't you do something? Consider the thought that maybe he is asking you the same question. Helping other people in pain helps you. We learn to think of others above ourselves and we experience true love. Our life is enriched as we reflect the love of Jesus. And also I think this verse also shows us how when we do have trials in our life, God leads us to people that are going through those same trials Mm. so that we can help them. I know that for me in an experience of losing my brother, um, it was tough at that time and we struggled with this verse, you know, and... When it was time for me to help someone else that was going through the loss of a sibling, that's when the good comes out of the bad situation. Yeah. And I want to encourage you guys that are listening that if you've gone through some tough times, then God is going to use that for you to help others that have gone through that same situation. You know, with all this pain and suffering in the world, question 12 goes on to say, will there be pain in the new earth? Well, let's look at the Bible and see what it says. Now, this is my favorite passage in the Bible, and it's found in Revelation chapter 21 and verse 4. And the Bible promises, And God will wipe away every tear from their eyes. There shall be no more death, nor sorrow, nor crying. There shall be no more pain, for the former things have passed away. The Bible promises that pain will be completely absent in the new earth. What a promise that is. When Jesus comes back and creates a new earth, 
There will be no more tears, no more death, no more sorrow, and no more crying. The devil will be obliterated and sin will never raise its ugly head again. Mm. Now that is something to look forward to. Yes, it is. Question 13 says, what will we conclude about God and his character? Revelation 15.3 says, they sing the song of Moses, the servant of God, and the song of the Lamb, saying, great and marvelous are your works, Lord God Almighty. Just and true are your ways, O King of the saints. There are many things we do not understand about God. We believe God can do anything, and yet we still see evil all around us. Yeah, I know. And you know, our minds find it hard to comprehend. But when sin is over, when the world has no more pain, we will truly appreciate that God's plan to forever remove sin was the best plan. Yeah, there's no doubt. God Mm. does care, and God is love. Yeah. We have an awesome free offer for you today, so save this number on your phone, 04888-80831. That's 04888-80831. And wait for the code word that's coming up soon. You're listening to Tableland Explorers on Faith FM, and here is James Rainwater with What a Friend We Have in Jesus. What a friend we have in Jesus. All our sins and griefs to bear What a privilege to carry Everything to God in prayer Oh, what peace we often forfeit Oh, what needless pain we bear All because we do not carry Everything to God in prayer Have we trials and temptations? Is there trouble anywhere? We should never be discouraged Take it to the Lord in prayer Can we find a friend so faithful Who will all our sorrows share Jesus knows our every weakness Take it to the Lord in Do thy 
that friends despise forsake me. Take it to the Lord in prayer. In His arms, He'll take and shield thee. Thou wilt find a solace there. Welcome back to Table and Explorers. We have been going through the Secrets of Prophecy Bible Study Guides. And today, we're exploring the Bible to see if God truly does care about humanity. We discovered in our study today that God is love, and His love is unconditional. It never changes. His love searches for us. He puts us first. The Bible is clear. God loves you and me so much that He died to save us. And He has an amazing plan for your life and mine, if we just let Him lead. If you're just joining us and would like to catch up on this study or previous studies, you can go to faithfm.com.au and go to the podcast section and look for Table and Explorers. Or you can go to your app store and download the Faith FM Australia app today. Let's get back to our study. We've had a really amazing time here in the studio studying this topic, Does God Care? And, you know, we have come up with three points to remember from this study. And that is God cares. The cross demonstrates God's love and God understands pain. Mm. I think those three things are something that we have actually talked about today in our study and discovered about God today. What do you guys think about this? Yeah, and Jesus dying on that cross, the pain he went through, not only Mm. demonstrates his love, but it shows he has an understanding of our pain. Mm, He really does. What do you think, Zed? Yeah, I just think it's so cool because God understands our pain Mm -hmm. and... He's just, he's always there. We can always depend on him. He's always there with us all the way through. Yeah, it makes him a relational God, doesn't he? Yeah, yeah. You know, because when we are going through the same pain, we can relate to each other better, right? Yeah. So Jesus understands our pain, so we can relate to him. So if you guys don't get anything else out of this study, I want you to remember God cares. Just full stop, right? No matter where you are in your life right now, God cares for you. You know, this reminds me of a story. You know, Calvin was traveling from Brisbane to New York on a business trip. As he began talking to Lucas, the person seated next to him, the conversation soon turned to religion. Lucas told Calvin that he was a geology student at the University of Queensland. He said his mother was a Catholic and his father was an atheist. Calvin asked Lucas if he had a personal faith. Oh no, Lucas said, I am an atheist like my father. Lucas then asked if Calvin had a faith. Calvin told him that he was a Christian. Lucas sat back in his seat and asked Calvin what made his religion different to other religions. Calvin thought about it for a while. He was about to comment on some point of differences between his denomination and others. But instead, he then made a comment that startled Lucas. Calvin said, We are also atheists. How so, Lucas said. He couldn't believe his ears, and Calvin could see his intelligent mind ticking over at the concept of a Christian atheist. Calvin then turned to the conversation back to Lucas. Well, you tell me about the God you don't believe in. Lucas was a little perplexed. How can I? I don't believe in God, Calvin replied. Yes, but you must have a mental picture of this God 
you don't believe in. Oh, okay, good point. Yes, I believe he is a big and powerful, but indifferent. In fact, quite cruel when I think of it. I don't think he cares at all. Calvin jumped in. There you go. I don't believe in that God either. But what if you discovered a God who really cares, who loves with such a perfect love that gives a perfect freedom, who gives everyone the ability to not only love him, but also to reject him. A God prepared to die so that you can live. A God who knows there are bad things in our world, but gives us the strength to cope. A God who ensures that anyone who really wants to live with him in heaven will get there. Lucas sat back and thought about it. He said, I have never heard that before. You really got me thinking. How would you describe God to someone you met for the first time? What can we do to paint such a picture of God that people like Lucas are attracted to God? Wow, what an amazing story that is, hey? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Like, have you ever thought of that before? Like, what God don't people believe in? Yeah. And we learned today that God does care. Yeah. Unfortunately, some people see that picture of God. They see him as, yeah, he's big and powerful, but he's just a tyrant. He's not good. He doesn't really love us. He doesn't really care. But in our Bible study today, we have learned that God cares, right? Yeah. And we need to be able to tell other people about him and that um, he does love us. You know, think about the fact that God is more of a title than a name. You know, mm. God is like, you know, the people who have no religion at all, like a Christian, still have gods, you know. Yeah. And even evolution and stuff like that to a point have a god. You know, nature, I guess, is a god in a certain point of view. So there is so many different gods that we can worship, including money and fame. Yeah, it's like how in this story, how the atheist is thinking of a picture of God, Mm. but how can you think of something or like make something up if it doesn't even exist? Yeah, you're right. And I think it's a really good point to put out there when we're having discussions with people. Like people are going to have their picture of God that they don't believe in. And from our study today, we, we believe that God cares, that God loves us, right? Yeah. So for someone to have a picture of God that isn't God is love, then we don't believe in that same God either. Yeah. So we're almost the same. I mean, we need to be out there to paint this picture of God so that they will see and understand who yeah. God really is. So true, yeah. Because it's the devil's job to tarnish the character of God. And so for us, we need to be able to share what the character of God really is like. Make it shine. Make it shine, yep, definitely. I just got a couple of questions for us to think about here. And for those of you that are listening, how about you think about um, the answers of these questions too. If you were told that you have a terminal illness, how do you think you would cope? Oh, man, I, I don't even know what I would do, honestly. Actually, what I would do is I would go and do all the things I can before I die, like all the things I ever wanted to do, like all the stuff on my bucket list or whatever. Yeah. I go and do that all before I die. Because, yep. you know, you want to live the best life you can. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I know, like, it would be such a shock, especially at the age we are, you know, we're yep. fairly young to say someone to tell you, you know, you're going to die is a, a pretty heavy thing. And like what Zeddy said, I guess we could try to do – Know all the things that we want to do before we die, and I guess in the end, the only way we can deal with that is to stay connected to God. Yeah, you're right, because that connection to God is actually going to help us through that time. And I don't think any of us really know exactly how we will go through it. You know, when things happen to us, um, 
we seem to just cope. Like when I was electrocuted back in 2019, um, everyone kept saying to me, like, how are you coping? Like, I couldn't do that. And I was like, well, you know what? I probably would have thought that too, but I'm going through it now, so I have no option but to cope. Yeah. And I have God to help me through it. And, you know, yeah, it's a, it's an interesting question to think about how we would actually cope because I think we would cope differently to our loved ones. Mm-hmm. Right? Because it's happening to us and it will be our relationship with God that would have to come to accept that and go, you know what? Although I have this illness, God still loves me. God still cares. And this earth isn't my final home, you know? Mm-hmm. And, I think our relationship with Jesus is definitely going to help us cope through that time. Yeah, definitely. I know, like, you know, sometimes even when you get hurt, you know, you might mm. cut yourself or something and to you, you know, it hurts, but it's not terrible. But if that happens to someone else that you love, it's completely different, you know. Mm. Yeah, it's it a is. different sort of pain. Yeah. It is. It's hard to watch your loved one suffer, right? Yeah. yeah. So think about this question, though. How do you gain strength and courage when you experience pain and suffering? I think we've already answered that one. I think we have sort of covered that too, haven't yeah. we? we? We follow God and we trust God to lead us through that and to give us courage, hey? Yeah. Yeah, and that reminds me of this verse, Joshua 1 verse 9. Have I not commanded you, be strong mm-hmm. and good of courage. Do not be afraid, nor be dismayed. For the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. Wow. Isn't that a beautiful promise? Yeah. yeah. No matter what we're going through, suffering, pain, He is there. He gives us strength and courage to get through it. It's amazing. Yeah. Now, guys, have you um, had an experience where God has brought good out of a bad situation? Yeah, actually, um, my mom actually had an accident. She's, um, mm-hmm. she's in a wheelchair now. She can't actually mm-hmm. walk. But, you know, through that, so much has happened, and she has grown so much closer to God, and just her determination and just how she's handled it is so inspiring just to see. Mm, wow. Yeah, that would have been a really tough situation to be in. And, um, yeah, that's awesome that you were able to see those good things that come out of that bad situation. And, yeah, I think when people go through hardships, like they show us the power of God. They show us how much they love Jesus and that, hey, you know what, this has happened and we can get through it. That's yeah, that is so inspiring. How about you, Zed? Yeah, well, back when I was younger, when my little brother died, um, it was a really hard time for us. But, you know, but yeah, God helped us and he showed us people that we wouldn't have known before and we could mm-hmm. help them and they could help us that experienced the same sort of thing and brought us heaps more friends or just a good group of people that we wouldn't have ever known before if that hadn't happened. Mm, that's true. And that's similar for me. Um you know, I too lost a brother, and the good that come out of it is when you can help other people going through it. Yeah. And, you know, that's something that Zed and I have in common. We wish we didn't, um, mm-hmm. but we do. And, you know, although the circumstances were different, the ages of our brothers were different, there's still that sense of loss that we were able to connect and to just know what each other was going through. Yeah. And if you're going through stuff, just know there's other people out there that are going through it and are willing to help and maybe you're going to go through this tough time in your life and God is going to turn it around and you're going to be able to help someone that is going through the exact same thing you are. We've had a really awesome study and discussion here today on the show and we want to thank you guys for coming into the studio and thank you to our listeners who are listening. But like always when we do a study, we need to have a response to what we have studied. And our response question for today is, life can be very difficult. We don't have all the answers, but can you see that God does care for you and do you choose to trust Him completely 
with the rest of your life. You know, for me, I want to say yes to that. I want to completely trust in God, no matter the circumstances that I am going through. I would like to trust in Jesus. How about you guys? Yeah, oh, same. 100%. Definitely. Definitely. All the way. All the way. Excellent. Praise God. Every one of us here in the studio have um, decided to completely trust in Jesus. And I hope that if you're listening out there, that you too would put your trust and hope in Jesus. And if you're making that decision, we'd love to hear from you. So if you are making that decision, please email us on tableandexplorers at gmail.com and we'll love to hear from you. But that brings us to the end of our study. So, Noel, would you like to pray for us as we finish up? Yeah, sure, definitely. Dear Lord, thank you that you care for us so much, Lord. Thank you that you cared for us so much that you died on a cross for us, mm-hmm. Lord. The pain that you went through is, is unbelievable, Lord. Mm-hmm. And if there's anyone out there that's struggling with the fact that you love them and can't quite grasp it, I'd just like you to reveal that to them, Lord. Mm-hmm. Please reveal yourself to them and help them to know that you care for them. Amen. 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 It has come time in the show to give you the code word for today's free offer. Today, we are giving away a small book called When Heaven Pauses. What do you do when life tears up the rule book and throws the pieces in your face? In this book, author Kurt Johnson suggests that when you're facing a crisis and you don't think you can go on, Heaven stops what it is doing and takes an immediate interest in your knees. When cancer strikes, heaven pauses. When depression and anxiety gets you down, heaven pauses. When your spouse decides the marriage is over and walks out the door, heaven pauses. That's what this book is all about. A God who cares and understands. A God who can help you with every issue you're facing at this very moment. If you're going through a time in your life where you don't feel that no one cares, I'm telling you right now, without a doubt, God cares for you and He loves you so very much. If you would like this book for you or for a friend, then text the code hashtag TE18. Text that to 4 8831 We know this book will help anyone who needs to know that God cares so much for them. So, we have a box of these books to give away. So, text the code hashtag TE18 and our Faith FM bot will take down your details and we'll get this book to you as soon as we can. Text hashtag TE18 to 04888808831 right now to get your free copy of the book, When Heaven Pauses. Do you want to be free? The Bible says that the inhabitants of earth... That's us have been taken hostage, not by insurgents or governments, but by the devil himself. Do you feel sometimes as if you are captive to guilt, discouragement, deep-seated addiction, abuse, self-centeredness, or low self-esteem? The good news is that a loving God has developed a rescue plan just for you. If you would like to explore more about what the Bible says about this rescue plan that God has for you and me, then join us next week right here on Faith FM as we study from the Bible the steps to spiritual freedom. Thanks for tuning in today to Tableland Explorers on Faith FM. If you're not sure about any of the things we've talked about on the show today, we encourage you to pray, ask God for clarity, and study the Bible for yourself. As David says in Psalm 119, God's Word is a lamp unto our feet and a light unto our path. God bless you and we'll catch you next time.